Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back, everyone. In here, we're going to be talking about the People Squad. Let's go through how we went for the week. So a score of 561 with the 12 players that we had available was okay. We didn't actually gain any ranks. We actually lost a little bit. We were sitting at just over 1,400 and now 1,596. So not the most ideal week. Uh, we didn't captain Papali'i. We had uh, Pango Jr. We had Gamble, who went solidly. Flegler with one of his better scores. So there was definitely some good in there, but we had no real out- outstanding performances apart from yeah, those couple of guys and Tyrone Peachy. Uh, which was good, but having Moses with 25 was a bit a bit tough, especially you know when we were looking for him to be our, our buy-round extraordinaire and, and score sort of 50 to 60-plus. And, and if you ever look at his last bunch of weeks, he's been really, really poor. So you know, a question a lot of people will be having is, is, if, is, is Moses a sell right now? You, know? you look at the scores in the majority of his 80-minute games, you're looking at 60-plus, which is really, really cool. You know, 50 there, which was fine. Um, but then, yeah, 60, 64, 60. And then the last three weeks, he's gone 38, 42, and 25. And, yeah, let's have a little bit of a look at, at what, we're, what we're seeing here. And obviously, a few, a few missed tackles, a few errors, for one. But just the, the kick meters has been really down, which is interesting. Yes, they've scored, you know, obviously on the weekend, they scored a lot of points. And he didn't play the full 80 minutes, which is the reason for that one there. So with Dylan Brown back, it didn't really make too much of a difference with his you know, kicks, which is, you know, very much the same as what it was at the start of the year. But, you know, those being down, him, him running the ball is a little bit less, so less games in that 70 to 80 range, which he had. Uh, but then, you know, a few less on the, on the obviously, the goals side of things, which he was getting sort of five, six, seven plus throughout that period. And the question's going to be, is he, is he going to be a keeper going forward? And I think he still is. You guys are allowed some lower weeks. We're seeing it with Jaden Braley at the moment too, who we'll talk about in a little more detail. But yeah, at the moment, it's the question's probably going to be what are his calves going to be like, and is you know, partly obviously the reason why he went off in the first place. So you know when they're winning pretty comfortably, and if he can get back to to, to playing some good footy and obviously the team going well, kicking, kicking, going back to kicking goals. You know when 
Moses is definitely a player when the team's going well, he's scoring well. There's some players in the game that don't have to have that combination, but Moses is, and I think he's definitely a hold going forward. But him at 621k, that's probably the that's probably the thing. If you're sitting at 700 or 750, then you can probably go, oh, okay, well, he's not playing 17. Is he going to be one of my top couple of half keepers? Obviously, when you've got Cleary sitting there, we have you know, Schuster who's averaging pretty much the same as him. We don't really have a clear second half option, so you'd be trading him to another half, and that's probably not ideal at this point with you know everyone having limited trades we're obviously sitting with uh 17 which is which is solid but yeah we got that there and then you we look at Braley and, and go into a little bit more detail with him and you know he's had three low scores in a row as well and it could be a, a mixture of him becoming a little bit more tired like we, we see here with his tackles he you know no misses no misses three zero misses two two zero two you know and then he gets these last three weeks and he's missed five six and four running the ball a bit less than he was yeah, for the majority of the games there, he's sitting at sort of 50 plus. He's got 45, 44, and then no no running meters. Kick meters are always fairly low. He's only had one real big game. Uh, in terms of his try assists and stuff, he's actually, you know, he's still got one a couple of weeks ago. But he was getting a few more try assists. He's got the odd trying games. And, and his tackles have been really he's so much lower. When you see the majority of these games are 50 plus, he's now making, apart from last week, sort of 49, 38 the week before. So... There's just a, a new reason every week as to why he isn't scoring so well, and the majority of it is going to be around those missed tackles. He hasn't had any, uh, any turnover tackles the last few weeks, so I think if you're sitting at a, at, a, at a base of 40, when the rest of the year is, you know, his lowest score is 55, I think that's someone you can definitely hold in your side because you'd be kicking yourself if he goes back to those types of scores and everyone else has him. That's, that's the other question too, right, is that everyone's sitting there with him in their side. If it tells us he's... Uh, Percentage there. Get back to it on the other screen there. Thirty-five point five. So if you trade him out now, maybe maybe this week he goes down to like a thirty-two percent ownership. If he if he goes back to to doing amazing things in the hooking position, I think you're going to be missing out on obviously some great scores. But you'll be falling behind the pack. Like if you look at the hooking position at the moment, it's pretty weak. If we're being honest, like Reid Marnie looks like he's out as well. So you've got Braley there. You've got Watson as a as a cover. Um, in terms of the other guys on our side, we just don't have any other cover for our hooking position. So you'd be trading him out for someone, you know, like a you got Damien Cook up there who has been underperforming for what he for what his output normally is. You got Brandon Smith who's kinda of on the way up at the moment, but he's gonna lose his hooking role. Ben Hunt's a chance of doing really well, obviously like with what he did on the weekend, but he's a half, so yeah, he has that dual position, but is he gonna be someone that averages sixty? Like Braley's got a super high average at the moment. Grant's got an injury cloud. McCulloch's up and down with his scoring. Coruscant should do well, but he's your know, 18th man for Origin. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be 18th man around 17 as well. Obviously, they have a buy anyway, but you know, there's no real clear standout options in the hooking position. So I feel like it's one you just got to hold with Braley. That's my kind of question, uh, my thoughts and my questions there around him and Moses. So, you know, Papa Lee, he's only had a couple of, a couple of low scores, but he's, he's back down to sort of where he should be around that 54, 55 uh, price and, and scoring around there. So I think you've got to be holding him. Flegler is going to make a little bit of cash now and he'll be a trade out in 17. Pangai Jr. I think he can set and forget for the rest of the year if he's going to be getting scores around 50 and then have sort of the odd 60 score. Be nice to have for feeder back. Um, Gamble will make a little bit of cash now. Peachy's been really good. The question's going to be around Olam now. It's like, do He's at 398k. Do we hold him with you know, the chances that he goes back to scores in the 40s and 50s and 60s? Do you just continue to hold him? If we look at our, you know, our cover on the, 
on the center position. We have Avrilo who will just slot back into that center. Maybe we just don't play Olam. That could be the option there. We just sit him on the on the interchange or the or the emergency and, and not have to play him. This also obviously depends on, on the guys we have out. So we should have Crichton back this week. Walsh will be out with suspension. You might have Cleary being rested. You might have a few guys like this that we have to you know, think about. Will Spencer Lane you play again? Um, like, will we have to play him? Things like that. So maybe we can try and keep Olam out of the side just for the interim until he gets back to some decent scores. Uh, that's probably the thoughts with him. Peachy's a keeper for the year, which is good. Yeah, Tommy Brah, will he will he back up a few days later after Origin with, with his injury history? I personally wouldn't be doing it. Like, if I'm if I'm Des Hasler, I'd be leaving him out, for example. But, yeah, then you've got Dane Laurie, who's kind of like a borderline guy at the moment. There's a bunch of guys that that we can sort of target as trade options, but do we just wait a week or two? Save a couple of trades, see what happens in round 14. Maybe if we're, we're sitting with only 16 players, then maybe we have to make a trade. But the majority of these guys, I think you just hold for the, the interim. You know, the guys like Braley, Flegler, Watson, definitely. Um, then you've got Gamble there. Oldham, Laurie. I think all these guys we just hold steady for this week. It's probably my my assumptions and my thoughts before obviously team list and we'll we'll have a look at that once they come along. But yeah, that's where I'm that's where I'm at with the people squad at the moment. So we look into round fourteen. So we got uh what do we got? Nine K in the bank. So nine K in the bank, seventeen trades with a rank of one thousand five hundred and ninety six. So yeah, a solid a solid position at the moment and we obviously have some some trades to utilise over the next period and get good uh, heading in towards round seventeen because we only have four players currently ready to play in that one. So it'll be Walsh, Schuster, Harris, and Avarillo in that one. So we're going to have to make plenty of trades over the next little period to get close to 10 players, I'd say. Obviously, with all the injuries and suspensions are going to, that are going to come up. Um, but yeah, there you go, guys. That's the, uh, that's the current thoughts at the moment. Let me know what you think around this team, what we should look to try and do to get into that top 1,000. But yeah, obviously not a perfect week, but we didn't have yeah, 13, 14. That kind of 13, 14 plus players would have done really well this week. And if we had a couple of those guys, like a Jerome Hughes or, or maybe an Albert Kelly or these kind of guys that had a sneaky good game, Ben Hunt, for example, you know, no Jack Bird in there hurts as well, which we should have picked him over Olam in the end. But, you know, not having these guys has you know, hurt us this week, but is what it is, and we'll, uh, we'll push on forward from there. So, yeah, let me know if you enjoyed this one, guys. Let me know what you do in the comments. Please hit like and subscribe, and we'll catch you in the next one. See you soon. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.